Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is my last guest, cast and director, writer, director, Valerie McCaffrey. Good morning, Valerie. Good morning. Thank you so much for calling the show. I really enjoyed the film, Dirty Bomb. It was so powerful. Um, Before we get into that, tell me, how did you become a cast and director? Well, um, you know, I'd like to say that all my theater experience that I was when I was younger actually helped me in excelling, I believe, in my, in my career. But I, it was just by happenstance, actually. Um, my boss over at, um, I was working in marketing at Columbia, and he begged me to go to Universal. Okay. And um, uh, I was going to lose my parking space. <laughs> So I didn't want to go. <laughs> so, um, but he kept giving me more and more money. Okay. And I decided I was going to go. I I went and um, after nine months, uh, it didn't work out for him on the job, and I was left with two choices: a, an interview with production and an interview with casting. Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard of um, uh, what casting directors do um, because in college they don't teach you that. Um, in film school, they basically, I mean, this is years ago, of course, they, they teach you lighting and wardrobe and, you know, and, and makeup and all the other things that go along with, um, with entertainment, sure. uh, other than the stuff that you can actually make a living at, you know? Right. So, um, anyway, so I ended up interviewing, interviewing for both jobs and I ended up getting casting and I was there for eight years. Wow. And you were with yeah. uh, you were vice president of feature film casting for New Line Fine Line Films. Yes, that's right. Wow. Um, so after my stint over at Universal, I was offered a job at New Line, and uh, they didn't have a casting department at the time. But it was a, a time in the in the company that it was really thriving, um, and uh, it was great because I got to develop uh, our own department mm-hmm. and and uh, we were very uh, it, it was a time where it was very lucrative there I love the diversity of your work I mean you have a award-winning documentary called cancer it's the system uh, mm-hmm. you wrote a screenplay called everything is going to pot mm-hmm. uh, lost and found in Armenia it's really interesting work that you that you choose to do thank you thank you I you know um, the cancer documentary was um, something that I felt that needed uh, to be told, and my producing partner and I um, are developing a feature-length film of, um, of a nurse who had uh, founded this uh, tea in the 30s mm-hmm. while she was a nurse in a, hos- in a hospital and uh, ended up treating patients there. And um, we didn't know what we would discover like at three that. and a half years of research, and what wow. our opinions would be about chemotherapy, et cetera. And, um, you know, and, and at the end of the day, we came to a conclusion after interviewing everyone on the planet regarding this horrible disease. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, it is horrible. I'm, this is a side note. My dad had colon cancer. I mean, I know several people with cancer, and it is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, what's interesting about uh, what I heard you say was, Sometimes when you're filming a documentary, you don't know the direction you're going. Things start popping up, certain themes, certain surprises. Um, do you like that process? I do, because it's, it gives, a, you know, as somebody that's reporting something to the masses, mm-hmm. it gives us a more, 
you know, it gives us a more truthful way of telling the story as opposed to going in with a preconceived notion about something. Right. And, you know, when you're talking about uh, people's, uh, you know, it's life or death in, you know, with, with cancer and, um, and, you know, it was just interesting. There were things that we didn't know as we discovered and, it became to, it, it was a very strong opinion that you end up forming at the end of it. Sure. Um, yeah. So let's jump into the film Dirty Bomb. How did you decide mm-hmm. to write that? Well, my my uncle served in the Battle of the Bulge, and I was with my uh, cousins on a weekend getaway in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, when we're together, my my uncle's the family members and we, you know, were are not alive anymore. So we reminisce about. Um, certain things in the family, and there's certain things in the family that we didn't know. And, you know, my Uncle Eddie would always, it was a very well-known fact that he'd always talk about the Battle of the Bulge and how he served under Patton. And he had a very strong affection of Belgium. And and I think after reading some of his journals, I think he actually fell in love there. Um, So he would sit in his chair at his home, and, and he would talk about it. And my cousin, um, Alex, was the uh, one that brought up the aspect of the dirty bomb, whereas the Jewish um, prisoners were sabotaging the uh, V-2 missile, which was the most powerful missile uh, that we had on this planet. Mm-hmm. And we had no counterattack to this missile. So it became even more uh, Im- uh, impactful that these uh, Jewish prisoners risked their lives to, uh, you know, to sabotage. And, um, and, and I just, it hit me that, you know, my uncle was alive because of them. Incredible. Um, and so I was so touched. I was so, I, I, I was so like, you know, I, I had to do this. I mean, there was no yes. question I had to do this yeah. story. Because it's such an unknown story, and I wanted to bring this this part of history back to life. It's an incredible film, and I like that it's a short film. Mm-hmm, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's powerful. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know I, wanted to, I, I wanted to, uh, I, I wanted to give them both homage, you know, to both the, the, the soldiers and the and the prisoners and how their lives, even though they didn't know each other, they were raised differently, different continent, you know, different parts of the world. Their story is the same. They were both fighting for the same thing, and um, I just felt like it was, you know, poignant to do it that way. Um, although it was difficult to, you know, when we were editing, it was difficult to mesh the two, you know, because I, I was like, okay, Valerie, you wrote this story. Now mm-hmm. you got to edit it and put it all together and make sense of it, you know? Right. And so um, the editor and I worked very long and hard on just making sure that the movie, you know, moved in a, in a you know, that had good pacing and that kept people understanding what was going on, you know, because that was another thing. So I didn't want to reveal too much too soon. Right. And, um, yeah, so it was, it was all part of the, the, the master plan. I think, I think it worked, you know. I would say so. I would definitely, (laughs) I I have to say the cinematography and the acting were phenomenal. Thank you. Yes, yes. We had, um, 
have a young cinematographer. Um, uh, his dad is was the lighting um, uh, guy on Schindler's List. Really? And so even though he's never been to film school, he grew up on set. Okay. And he learned everything on his own. So he's actually a self-taught cinematographer. And um, the acting, you know, is what, um, you know, my background in casting, it doesn't doesn't hurt <laughs> that oh, yes. I know what yeah. I'm doing in that regard. Right. Um, but, yeah, it was about getting those emotional beats and moments and looks. And, you know, uh, the Jewish prisoners had, you know, very little to say because mm-hmm. they couldn't say too much. Right. Um, they weren't allowed to have, there was no democracy. Yes. And that camp in especially was the most horrific uh, part of that. Um, you know, they were three weeks in a tunnel. Uh, most of them were not able to even breathe air. Uh, they had no. They had no real barracks um, because there were so many of them. Mm-hmm. They couldn't house them, so they kept them in the tunnel. And most of them died um, after they 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 dug the underground tunnel. So. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was horrible and horrible. And, um, even though Auschwitz was, uh, was as, as horrible, this one was one of the most, I, I believe they, the, in history, after I've been doing lots of research, because I am writing the feature length film of it, um, it, it is, it is very much, um, a tragedy, um, these poor individuals were um, had to go through. It's, so it's such an important story to tell. So it's you know I had never heard of it either, and it, but it's so powerful the way you tell it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so where can people find out more about you and the film? Well, I'm going to be uh, we've we've um, uh, submitted to festivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, and we're not having any uh, public screenings, but um, you can always look on the, on the, we have a Facebook page called the Unofficial Dirty Bomb. I think they call it unofficial because there's a video game called Dirty Bomb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we couldn't take, we couldn't take the, uh, the official Dirty Bomb. Okay. So, uh, but it's under Unofficial Dirty Bomb, and we're posting all new things there. Um and then Google is usually good to find out more about me. Okay. Um, but yeah. One last thing. What would you like viewers to take away from this film? I mean, there's a lot, but there's some specific things. Well, <clears throat> I think this is a hero story. It is about these heroes and, you know, the power of one. And even though they were in the worst conditions, they were under extreme pressure to manufacture these V2s because, of course, it was Adolf Hitler's last shot at winning the war. Um, I want people to think in terms of that um, these Jewish prisoners, you know, sacrificed their lives, even though they, they knew that they would be caught and, and hung. And they went ahead and they did it anyway for the good of mankind. And that's what I want 
people to take away is that there are heroes in these camps. Many times we hear about the tragedies and the the awfulness of these. You know, even being Armenian, you know, having had grandparents gone through the genocide, this this touches me even more. Um, So it's it's like these are these are unknown heroes and. People should know that, you know, they existed and that they helped us. They helped the American soldiers um, during this period of time. So, Wow. Well, thank you so much for telling the story. I mean, this is something that's so important for people to know. So, um, Uh, Thank you. you. I I also want to thank Deb Jalels because she told me about you and the film and your lead actress. Yes. Yes. Yes, Deb has been doing an incredible job. She is just a a total champion she of is. this project, and I, I just love her. She is. So. Well, I hope to meet you sometime. Um, Me too. Some event or something. I'm in Orange County, but I come up to L.A., so that would be wonderful. All right, that sounds good. Let's Thank, do it. Yes, I'd love that. Thank you so much, and happy holidays, and uh, I'll Thank see you, you soon, hopefully. Okay, take care. Okay. Bye-bye. That was Valerie McCaffrey calling in to talk about her latest film. It's a really powerful one, Dirty Bomb. And if you missed any part of this, everything's up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Yes, I'm talking very fast. Sheldon Abbott is standing here to take over. (laughs) The Cure for the Blues. Uh, I am on Twitter, moms underscore rock. And I'll be back next week. Uh, Enjoy Sheldon's show. It's awesome every week. Cure for the Blues coming up 10 to 12. All right. Have a great day, everybody.